Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. This is Dan Dan, the board game man, with this week's Top 5 Express board games edition. Each episode, I'm going to give you a topic for the list and give you my picks of the top five games of that topic. These next two episodes, I'm going back into a bit of a twofer. We're going to go with game companies this time. So we've done AEG in the past, and the next two, we're going to do Tasty Minstrel Games, and then another one. I'll let you wait till next episode to hear what the next one is. But this one is going to be Tasty Minstrel Games, or TMG. Now, TMG has been around since about 2009 and is headed up by Michael Mendez, Seth Jaffe, Daniel Hadlock, and includes some great people like press guru Lance Meister. Uh, you may know him as the Undead Viking for years and years, doing some great reviews and previews for Kickstarters and other games. It's a great company, known for some great games, and lately has been doing these campaigns with uh, quote-unquote deluxified versions of their games as well. Those include things like Metal Coins, Better Bits, uh, and such like that. They, they've been doing it with newer games and also re-releasing some older games that are getting the deluxified treatment. Hey, so let's get into this week's top five TMG games. Number five, Chimera Station. This was in 2017. It's two to four players, plays in about 60 to 90 minutes, and was designed by Mark Major. It's a worker placement game and sort of a tile placement game because you're creating this space station, which is composed of tiles. So you get a little bit of tile placement in there as well. Now, the nifty difference about this worker placement is that you have these little alien workers that you can upgrade throughout the game by attaching little modifications to them. And this includes tentacles, claws, brains, and other things that would be making up kind of like a Lego figure in a way, because you're, you're taking the little bits and you're kind of putting them together to see your worker, your little alien, turn it to something a little bit different. Really, really cool. Uh, these little influence, these things influence the bonuses you might get in the game. Now, uh, you may get a bonus for bringing a tentacle to one space over another, or bringing your brains may let you do something a little bit stronger in another space. Uh, it doesn't feel overly long, and it's not too hard to learn. Uh, it's really cool, light to mid-weight euro. Uh, that's Chimera Station. Uh, check that one out. Number four. Belfort. This is a little bit of an older game. Uh, this is from 2011. It's two to five players. Plays in about two to two and a half hours. This was created by Jay Cormier and Seng Fu Lim. Now, in Belfort, you're going to be creating the city of Belfort using elves, dwarves, and gnomes. Uh, each has little things that it can do with on your tableau, with uh, getting wood, stone, uh, or unlocking some of the building's abilities. Now, it's basically an area control game which uses worker placement and card play to create these different buildings throughout the city. Now, what's really cool uh, is it was kind of ahead of its time with this little catch-up mechanism, uh, the way you so you don't have a runaway leader like you do in some of those other games. So that's a pretty nifty little thing that it had. Uh, it's got a reprint coming later this year, so keep an eye out for that one in 2019. Uh, that is Belfort. Number three is Orleone or Orleans. Uh, 
This one was in 2014. This was two to four players. Takes about 90 minutes to two hours, depending on uh, kind of the teaching and such like that. This was uh, created by Reiner Stockhausen. This is a mid to heavier weight bag building Euro. Uh, now what bag building is, it kind of feels like deck building, but it uses a bag instead of shuffling cards. It adds, you're adding more and different workers to this bag and kind of the townsfolk so that they're going to do different things when you pull them out. So it's kind of your own creating. Really, really cool. I mean, who doesn't love pulling stuff out of bags? So you'll pull out of them in three different boards and they're going to help you get more bonuses and more actions uh, of the course of the game. And of course, helping you get points. You can never do as much as you truly want in Orleon, but that's usually a pretty good thing in most games. It might not be a great feeling at times, but in this one, it keeps you wanting more. It keeps you coming back for more to do better and better each time you play. Uh, there's a lot of great expansions for this one. I think there's three to four expansions, including one that is kind of a co-op one. But the base game is quite a bit of a blast. Like I said, it takes a little bit long. You know, two hours can be a little bit much, so it's going to be something that can be a bear to get to the table. But it's a really good game. Uh, again, who doesn't love pulling chits out of bags? That's Orleon, a really solid game from 2014. Number two, Yokohama. This one was released in 2016. I'm pretty sure it didn't get over to the U.S. until 2017. But anyway, it's two to four players, plays in about 90 minutes, and this was by Hisashi Hayashi. You may see him from he did Trains and he did Rolling America, which you can find in, in Target as well. This is a mid-weight Euro. It's a kind of a pickup and deliver game as well with a little bit of kind of worker placement, but mostly a pickup and deliver game. It looks really intimidating on a table because it is a table hog. It's gigantic on a table and it takes a lot of space, but don't let it deter you because once you learn how to use that worker placement and you know, work the game, like you call it learning the language of the game, it's a piece of cake. So you're going to be using these cubes to build routes on the board uh, and you can put some of these cubes, uh, you, know, you can double up in some spaces and, and add some more, but you're using it as kind of a route for your main worker. Now, what's pretty cool about this is when you do place your main worker, depending on how many cubes that you do put in a certain area, that's going to be the strength of the action. So if you have four cubes in one area and you put your main worker there, that's a strength five action, which is super strong, but also gets you a bit of a bonus on that tile as well. And there's also set collection. You're kind of getting different goods and turning them in for points on contracts. Uh, and like I said, a pick up and deliver as well as that set collection uh, with, with drawing different things in certain areas as well. Uh, there's also end game goals, which kind of change things up a little bit from game to game. And also the randomization of the tiles is really cool. It's a joy to play. And it's one of these games that the more I play it, the more I kind of like it. And that's kind of a, there, there's a couple different types of games. Now, some games you play it and you get that initial hit of, wow, this is great. Then you play it again and you just can't quite get that same feeling out of the game. Not this one. It seems that to me that the more that I play this and the randomization of the, the game tiles and the different player powers that come out, it really kind of brings me back for more and really gets my brain burning and, and just feels real good as that kind of heavier or mid to heavier weight without, like I said, not being too intimidating. But just that different randomization just makes this one great, really great game. That's Yokohama. Uh, the Yokohama Duel is coming out later this year or early next year. I know they did a Kickstarter, but look out for that one. It'll be a two-player version of Yokohama. I'm sure you could probably see it in either Origins or Gen Con. They'll probably have some demos out there for it. I'm really hoping that it does come out at Gen Con because I love Yokohama, so I want to see what Yokohama Duel uh, is like. Number one is Eminent Domain. This is another kind of old-school one from 2011. This is a two-to-four-player game, 45 minutes, and was created by Seth Jaffe. This is a deck-building game and also kind of one of the first success stories of Kickstarter for tabletop. 
Now, this is a civilization building deck building game, which seems like a lot, but it really is packs a lot into this little deck building type game. Now, in the game, you're going to be using either warfare or colonization to get planets into your tableau. And you could take them and kind of farm on the worlds if they produce goods, or they may give you a bonus to other actions, maybe a more, more of a hand size or other uh, different symbols that you can follow the actions. Uh, you can also research to get special cards into your deck, which help you specialize and pump up your actions. And, you know, they kind of help you cheat a little bit, which is kind of part of that whole game with getting that research. Now, again, this is a deck building game and it brings things into a little new direction with deck building, especially for the time, because it uses a lead and follow mechanic. And this is kind of like Puerto Rico or San Juan for the time. Now, players whose turn it is, they're going to get an action that only they can do. And then they're going to select a role, which they can pump up cards they have in their, you can pump up with cards they have in their hands. And then everyone else can follow that role and use that same action, but they don't get quite as powerful of an action as the person who led it. Uh, and you can also dissent and not take the role, and then you get to draw a card, which helps to kind of speed the game along a little bit. Now, for instance, with these actions, you can take the, let's just say the warfare action. And if you lead with that action, you can, uh, or with that role, you can lead with that and you can attack a planet or, and get more ships into your armada. Now, if you're following, you could only get more ships into your armada. Now, again, like other deck building games, you start off with the same not so great cards as everyone else. But as the game progresses, you craft your own deck. Uh, you're getting rid of some cards and you're adding more to your deck uh, as you're playing. Uh, it's got a few great expansions, one of which actually kind of changes how everyone starts the game. So everyone's with their starting hand is a little bit different, but they're still very balanced in gameplay. But it gives you a little bit of a, you know, where to go or, or how to craft your game. Really, really cool. Uh, those expansions are not very expensive. And I, I recommend you check those out as well for eminent domain. It's a great game. It's one that's kind of a little bit forgotten these days, but don't forget this. You should really go check out Eminent Domain. Uh, give it a try. It's on Board Game Arena as well. If you like playing online tabletop games for free, you can check this one out uh, on table on Board Game Arena and, and just give it a try. That is Eminent Domain. So what are the top five Tasty Minstrel games? As a recap, number five, Chimera Station. Number four, Belfort. Number three, Orléans. Number two, Yokohama. And number one, Eminent Domain. They also have some great titles coming out this year, including Downfall by John D. Clare, Embark by Philip Dubarry, which is kind of a kind of a spiritual successor to Revolution, which is another good game by Philip Dubarry. Uh, or o also Old West Empresario by TMG this year. It's kind of an Old West town building game. They all look really, really cool. Look for those games coming out this year in 2019. Thanks for joining me in this week's Top 5 Express Board Games Edition. If you have any questions, feel free to comment on this episode on Majorspoilers.com or go to the site for tons of great podcasts and content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. I am Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, and you can find me at Geek Jock Blog or on the Geek All-Stars Podcast. And of course, as a contributor to TMSPM, where I do a board game segment with Scott and Brian. I'll be back soon with another episode of Top 5, some great goodness, and another board game company. What will it be? You'll have to find out in a couple of weeks. Until then, great Grab a board game and have some fun with your family and friends. This podcast is copyright 2019 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.